What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar. Episode five, five, four, four, three, two, two one. one. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome to Downtime with Downstar. I'm Hills Frank Downstar. In episode four with Ross Williams. Let's do this. Ross is actually my cousin. He's a uh, He's famous to me. <laughs> He's famous to me. Ross. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, shit. <coughs> Ross takes my breath away. <coughs> Ross is my older cousin, and uh, he um, he's a husband, a father, and a good example, man, I thought. And when I was practicing starting the podcast... We did an episode and it went really well. So you guys are gonna see Ross on here, all right, pretty often. So we're glad to have you, Ross. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. As <sighs> a soundboard, <laughs> we haven't figured out the soundboard part of it, guys. Just need some applause in the background. Yeah, something. We need a hire like Christian. Huh? Hey, Christian, come clap. <laughs> you, you get just like some kind of pulley with a bunch of hands on there, and just. Like that one creepy ass commercial. Do you ever remember that one where it was like, I don't know if it was a phone commercial or something, but it was like mm -hmm. the dude and he was hooked up to like all kinds of cardboard cutouts. And when he would move his hands, their hands would move and it just looked oh, mad. I, think I saw that. <laughs> it looked mad creepy though. Have you ever seen the commercial with like Terry Crews where he has a bunch of like electrodes attached to his body and when he flexes his muscles, he'll move different instruments? Yeah, dude, that was, um, I think that was Old Spice. Yeah, Old if Spice. If I'm not, not, not mistaken. But uh, that's funny that you bring that up, dude. Um, have, when, have you seen Old Spice, like the actual cologne in like years? They just went into deodorant. deodorant. That's it. That's it. They just went into deodorant. But uh, that you—that's funny. You bring up Terry Crews because did you see that whole um, Me Too thing that he was going through? Yeah, that was kind of crazy, man. Because if you see him, you think that this dude is like hard as a rock. You think as you think of him as Rock Number Two, right? Because Rock is number one. Nobody will ever beat the Rock. Yeah. But you think like there's a huge guy who would even mess with him, and it's crazy man i don't know what do you what do you think about all it's what do you think about all this stuff that's going on with people catching cases from like the 80s and just people bringing things up and their character getting torn apart before any anything is even brought to the table just an uh, allegation yeah well see i'm torn on that because you know as a as a man and i you know you can't you think about the things that you did when you were a kid and you're like, man, I was stupid. I did stupid things then and then. And, but at the same token, as a father with little girls, you know, like I, I would see and understand how, you know, someone wouldn't want to say anything for years. And all of a sudden you're like, that's that douchebag that did that to me, you know? And so it, it's really hard to say. Cause on one side, it's like, it was 36 years ago. It was 20 years ago. Yeah. It was whatever. Let it go. But then at the same time, it's like, well, no, if this guy was really a dirtbag and he's, you know, going to be one of the main people who's going to be deciding the fate of our world, yeah. then 
yeah, maybe, you know, his secret, you know, dirt bagginess is, is needs to come out. Yeah, definitely, man. There's a lot of people that they this needed to come out because it's still going down to like of recent, such as um, Weinstein, mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein. Like, dude, he did a lot of scandalous stuff, but, but no, no, but to make it sound like it, it's not good or anything. But I think a lot of dark stuff happens in Hollywood, and I'm glad that this layer is just getting peeled away to get down to it you know because i've heard about i've heard about a lot of stuff like i'll be on, i'm sure you're on reddit too but sometimes i'll go on the uh conspiracy ones and then you start reading some stuff about like a nickelodeon whatever i don't know what what the position would be like the same as a, a harvey weinstein right so like a like kind of a gatekeeper one of the higher ups higher ups like a gatekeeper i don't even manager. know what yeah i don't even know what what position they would have because i think it would be more than a producer or a high, just like a gatekeeper you yeah. know and um what was money and power that's what it comes down to right it's just yeah. people manipulating from with their money and their power and you know all these guys that it, it becomes culture too like this guy gets away with it and he tells you you know have you have you seen the wolf of wall street yep we're at the the beginning, you know, um, who is it? Matthew McConaughey, right? And he kind of sets the culture for Leonardo DiCaprio. He's like, yeah. this is the way it's got to be, man. You know, you got to pump those numbers up. This is what you got to do. And he just kind of sets him on that course to to chaos. Yeah. And I'm sure that down the road, you know, when Harvey Weinstein looks at, uh, what's his name, Matt Lauer, and it's like, hey, man, you know, if when those when those secretaries come in when those assistants come in this is what you need to do you know put the bu- push the button push the button push yeah, the lock button. the doors lock the door whip out your dick and they're gonna do something didn't well, who who had that so one of those guys had a button that it was him the door. it was weinstein no 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 lauer so, there was it was him yeah Matt lauer because i remember that but even so then you get to the other like kind of grayer side but it's still bad when when you have like um what is that comedian? The one that just Louis came out. Louis C.K. You know, like, I don't know how it is to kick it with this dude. Probably if you're kicking it with him, you know that he's like a, a wild, a, yeah, a wild man. You know that. And then for him to just like, can I jack off? I don't even know if he asked or whatever. He like jacks off in front of that. <laughs> and I'm like, first of all, dude, like whenever I do that, it's like in the fucking darkest dungeon of my house. I'm not just like, <laughs> yo, what's up, Ross? <laughs> I'm gonna jack off I'm in just front of you my real quick. In front of you Not even if I was in my horniest state, dude. I'll just like, come on, bro. What are you doing? I, I mean, I'm sure that's a preference for some people. <laughs> but just think about like at you know that that TV station or whatever where where he had to hire someone and said, listen, I'd like a button right here that makes it so that whoever's in the room with me can't leave. Can you do that? The guy would be like, um. Yes. Do you really want that? Yes. Yes, I do. That's what I need because I will feel safe. If I hear some racket going on down the hall, I'm going to press this button. It's going to shut the door. It's going to lock it. A pipe's going to come up from the bottom and the top to like block the door from getting caved in. <laughs> you got the little trap, you know, like, yeah. like in, uh, what was it? The Simpsons, Mr. Burns, you push the button and the, the, the trap drops door. Out. Yeah. I need a trap door. And at the bottom of the door is going to go to my bed. So I want a double king size fucking bed. Cut that shit. Sew it together. I want a big ass bed like Shaq has. And I want 
whoever is trying to attack me to fall into that silk covered bed. Fucking guys. And then dude. the IT guy or whatever is like, uh, all right, okay, sure, whatever you say, man. Nah, NDAs, know. bro. That's right? it. NDAs. Yeah. You can't be talking about that shit, dude. You can't talk about it because then you're then you're putting yourself to battle. Yeah. So if one of the guys from DirecTV is gonna be like, "Yo, Weinstein has like this crazy dungeon with Mad TVs and it's like this is crazy," but you can't just go out and tell that because first of all, you're gonna lose your job. Second of all, you're gonna go against that person and you're gonna put yourself up to that ridicule. You know who's gonna do that? Yeah. Then you know they get they're getting what they deserve, I guess. Yeah. It's a change in culture. It is, man. It, it definitely is because with the feminist movement going now, I respect it. I think that um, you know women should definitely have an equal voice to um, that that men do, and I think there's a lot of stereotypes and um, you know things of our culture that that are looked at for men. I think some of those things need to uh, need to change, you know, like. I feel that um, there's growth that needs to happen on both sides because this is a different world that we're living in. In the last 10 years, the world has changed dramatically. Like if you think about it right now, 2008, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember where I was at in 2008, you know, but then you're just like, wait, go back to 2008 and certain restaurants aren't even around. You're like, what the hell? Certain apps picture quality dude the picture quality of an iphone one bro that's like an edge of sketch dog <laughs> compared to yeah um, things are things change quick and you got to think about like i i was telling uh, i was telling shelly just the other day it's like i can remember you remember the thomas guides yes right and you'd have to flip through it and find the page or then i remember when MapQuest came out like you'd have to print it out and more than a few times those fucking things got me lost you know yeah and those were all bonuses right so it first started off where we had a fucking crazy ass map where you need a magnifying glass and then you get the thomas guy where you're like damn i could look at the oxnard page or whatever and it's like the whole in-depth city yeah and then you keep going from that and then we're to like garments when garments came out like only the most higher class people would have had a GPS when yeah. they first came out. I'm not, my parents weren't going to buy like a thousand dollar Garmin. Yeah. No, it's like, that's, that's crazy. I got a story. So my, we went to SeaWorld and we were in San Diego and we stayed like in the little hotel row there. Right. And it was like four of us. And at two in the morning, they decided to go get Denny's. And I was like, oh, I'm too tired. I don't want to go, uh-huh. you know? And so I'm sitting there and I was watching, uh, the departed right and they were gone so long that i watched the whole movie shut up i started getting worried and nobody took their phones because i was calling people and whatever and so after like two and a half hours they they finally come back in the door and i was like shelly where were you what happened and so, so they said that they were following the gps on the car you know and it was saying and you know get on the freeway yeah. go down a mile get off take the left da, da, then get back on the freeway go on you know go up get off take left they did that for like two and a half hours looking for this denny's <gasps> and it's so i'm like what they're like we never found the denny's so finally we asked somebody and we went to a different denny's 
And I'm just like thinking, this is insane. Like, why did you just keep doing the exact same thing for like two hours? <laughs> and so the next day we were driving by in the daytime and they were like, yeah, so, so, the, so, the, so the GPS told us to get off here and take this left here and it should have been right there. And right there, right where it said that Denny's would be was a Chinese food restaurant in the shape of a Denny's. And I was no just like, way. Yeah. And I was like, no, you got nobody noticed that this looks like. I mean, you know, Denny's. It freaking looks like yeah, Denny's. The it even has the sign that's kind of like you know, the little angled shape or whatever. And they were like, oh, you didn't notice that. Freaking two hours just circling around the Denny's, dude. Isn't it nuts? Like the things that you notice that other people just don't get. Yeah, it's really crazy, dude. It's just observation sometimes, but yeah. You know, it's it's just insane though that that we've come so far that in an app, you know, it'll know and it'll find the fastest route, right? And Google, it'll redirecting, you know, because of a traffic jam ahead. Yeah, it, even my car's fucking doing that. What the hell, dude? Like, I don't even use my phone GPS. I'll do it on my car, and that shit's hella spot on, dude. And it's it's like, how does this even know that there's an accident up there? But there really is. Yeah. And then you take it back to those days, and it's just like, damn, we thought that we had the highest of technology. Like when I first got my my bad, my when I first got my um, Garmin or what have you from Best Buy, I felt pretty good, dude. I was like, damn, this is a really good. This is about the same line of buying a flat screen TV, you know? Yeah. But that shit was terrible, bro. <laughs> If your house In was comparison. yeah, if your house was built after 2005, it wasn't even on the map, and you have to update it all the time. Like, I'm sorry, I'm spoiled. I don't care. Anything that I have to program after a few months or a year, even, I don't want it, dude. I don't want to have to program. Oh, it's stuff. like computers. I hate you know. Every time I turn on my computer, it says uh, you know uh, we're we're gonna update this, and it takes like an hour to update i don't even want to deal with it what is your what are you updating from last week right. a new font leave me al just leave me alone it's like why can't Nothing's it be by like those phones and just work you know just fucking leave my shit alone i spent a thousand bucks for this fucking phone a year and a half ago bro a year and a half ago and this shit tweaks dude what the fuck i can't i'm in my home and in different areas of my home i can hear calls and then i drop calls like what the fuck how is this tower shooting is it shooting at me like a laser and i have to be in like you know being hit by the laser how the why the fuck is my internet so good in the garage but 10 feet away from my bed like it's oh hold on let me go upstairs hold on and it's like dude what the fuck why can't you improve that right i don't need a new phone this phone the iphone 8s plus that's I don't know when you need more than that. Yeah. I don't don't make me lose. You lost your button. <laughs> Ross yeah. doesn't even have any fucking buttons. I'm not at that point in my life <laughs> where I'm so carefree that I'm just like, here, take a button. I don't care, dude. I fucking I'm in love with the button still. Yeah. Imagine it in like a crisis situation. I'm going to be like blinking at it. Oh, bad. <laughs> I'm sure it's not hard, but 
No, it's just it's just the changes. You know, you gotta be updated all the time with the with the changes in technology because otherwise you get left behind really quick nowadays. You know, like I I it took me a while to to actually get into YouTube because I would only watch it for for like music videos or like uh, do it yourself kind of thing. Dude, yeah, yeah, you're you're so fucking right because I barely started using YouTube how it's supposed to be used as a social media since like maybe a year, a year and a half ago, you know? Yeah. And it's so weird. Like YouTube celebrities. I'm, I'm like, there's people who have bigger followings than than normal movie star celebrities. And it's like, this kid just talks in his room. You know, he collects socks. Why is he so famous? It's crazy, dude. There's some chick on, on YouTube and she, just collected exotic pets, you know? Yeah. And she was making 100K plus a year just for her YouTube channel. It's like, follow me on YouTube channel. It's like, what? Think about it like this, right? So we're receiving all of this technology in so many different ways. In the last five years, how I would consume videos and music was completely different than it is now. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel fucking, like, in tuned with it. I'm annoyed by CDs. You yeah. know, it's like, you know. oh, I got to put it in, wait for it to what load, the play fuck? the track. Yeah. You and, know? You, and you skip on me one fucking time. Oh, my God. You're getting me to think dirty thoughts about Spotify as oh, I'm yeah. with you. I mean, I was in the kitchen this morning and I was doing uh, something with Sawyer. We were playing around and I'm like, Alexa, play Sweet Child of Mine, Guns N' Roses. And she played it, you know. Fuck yeah, and that's it's, what it's about. Yeah, it's like, how, what, what, what? We were missing out, you know. We grew up without that kind of stuff. You imagine, like, they're just out there nowadays. Like, sorry, uh, sorry, Alexa, tell me a joke. You know, that's dope, man. Yeah. That that's that's tight. So, so we're we're consuming it different. So I consume television now, like five years ago, so fucking different, right? I relied on TV. Oh shit, this week, this week, I'm like. Fuck that, because half the shit on TV I don't even want to be watching. You got me changing channels. Now on YouTube, all I need is five channels that update every day or every other day. Bro, you're entertained yeah. for the three hours that you're going to be chilling, trying to entertain yourself, or what have you. Yeah, I have the Fire Stick, and it has uh, Amazon, it has Netflix, I have YouTube. Whatever you want. Pandora, you know? And it's like, I, I can just click on it and it's there. Here, I don't have to worry about, you know, the commercials. Here's the heavy hitter. You ready for this? This is going to be the next step. I'm predicting it already. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a service such as Netflix, Hulu, what have you. But yeah. it's going to be like a Spotify where it has every fucking thing. Don't be taking off Donnie Darko every other fucking month. Don't do that shit, you know? I, I watched a movie, and then a few months later, I want to watch it with Ash, and I can't even find it on there. I got to go with the fucking hack stick shit that my dad fucking hacked on, on on the computer. My dad's a fucking hacker, and now I have the, the, the chip that I can get the Roku or whatever. Yeah. I can get whatever on it. You, you're making me do this. I don't want to do this. Well, it's, it's gonna, They're breaking it up. They're making it worse before it gets better because now... Disney's gonna have its own like oh Mar Marvel God. subscription thing, yeah, dude. right? So Disney's gonna have its own subscription, but so but what's gonna happen is that no one's gonna want to pay for fifty different subscriptions, you know? There needs to be the one. There just needs to be the one. You're right. So at, at some point, whoever comes up with the one, Elon, I'm talking to you, Elon Musk. 
You crazy motherfucker. Make that shit happen, dude. Just buy all the files. Who cares? Just do it. Like, that's the level it's going to get to. Because with with movies, the level that we're at right now is the level of, like, um, Napster kind of. You know, where you can get stuff, whatever you want, pirated. But Napster's trying to turn into a music service. That's where it kind of all started from. You know, you okay, pay us the fee, and now you can listen to whatever song you want. Yeah. Just the same thing as the internet when Net Zero was around here. Here's th- 30 days for free or something. <laughs> Although, why? Just just put a, just put that. Yeah. Why you got to do that? And faxing? Like, what's up with that? Right. What do you think of Elon Musk? I think he could either be the the the, the future Bruce Wayne or the future like evil villain Bond character. You know, I um, think he'd go both ways. What I do think about him is I think that he's like a real ass person, and he's just extremely extraordinary. The way that he he's able to consume stuff and do so many things at, at so many times and have so many ideas going at once. Like he says that he has a hard time falling asleep because of all the shit that's going on in his head. Well, just you think know? of you, you know, if you had pretty much unlimited resources, fuck like yeah, the things that you would be wanting to create all at the same time, you know? So he's got Tesla, he has SpaceX, he, he wants, he made those flamethrowers so he could get more money. Yeah. Right. Just and, to fuck around. Yeah, just it's just he's like, oh, I'm just gonna make some cool shit so I can get more money, you know, and that that's just insane. It's it's to it's to the ultimate level. Yeah, Elon Musk is the ultimate level because he is he's from what I got from the interview that on the Joe Rogan podcast was that he was like a creative person and he just wants to figure shit out. That's all I got from him. And a lot of people can relate to that because you're just like, I just want to fucking, you know, I just want to do it. Why yeah. can't I? What are my roadblocks? Let me figure it out and I'll do it. One of the big, biggest roadblocks, though, is just time. You know, yeah, that's the hardest thing. Just time and f- being able to just focus in on that, whatever it is for that amount of time. But he's gotten to that point where, you know, the time can really be his because he can just be like, OK, you do this. You can delegate, you know, you do this, you do that. I'm going to make some flamethrowers. Bro, it's like if you're a baker, right? Marie Callender. I'm sure she was a bomb-ass baker, right? And then she got the idea. Yo, you watch what I'm doing. This is how you do it. This is what you This is Okay, do this. You train all your people. Boom, boom, boom. You expand from there, right? So he has the best people at that subject working for him because he has this money to pay for it. So then he has the, 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 he wants to do the electric car. He has to get the best people that know about that technology and the ones that are wild enough to fucking do it. And it's if you got the fucking balls enough, bro, and you got the, the money and you, you could do it, dude. You could fucking do whatever you want to do. And that's what he's proving. I'm telling you, though, he'll either be like a superhero or a supervillain, depending yeah. on what happens to super him. Super something, because he's already superhuman now, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's funny. And you're right, dude. You're right. And I can't call it like as of now, what I've got from him is that he's not a human being. He's not a you, you or I like he doesn't think like we think 
whether it's good or bad or whatever, I'm sure that the what, however he's thinking about stuff, he's probably thinking right now, while you guys are talking, I could have built fucking Tesla to go 300 miles an hour, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's just, the people have different, they're just at different speeds. And is this dude that at a hyper speed? And you're right. It depends on what kind of person he has. He is in the core because he can change the world, bro. Imagine if he brings that technology to Africa in these little villages that don't have shit. At least you give them electricity. I'm sure they could build a big ass battery. Like I'm sure they're doing it, but like to make it possible so the entire world has energy. And it'll be free energy that we'll get from the, the sun or something, you know? Yeah. I'm sure he could figure it out. Oh, yeah. Just He just needs to put his mind to it. But then it's hard because you got the uh, the society that we are nowadays. If he does that, there's still going to be somebody that day saying, you're still a fucking idiot. You know, you still smoke weed. You're going to hell like you a thousand percent, dude. How crazy is that? I think that's the problem with shareholders. Like, you know, I look at uh, companies like Sears, right? Yeah. And all the shareholders ever want is more profits. So a lot of times when a company gets to a certain point, it kind of starts shooting itself in the foot because if it can't create more growth, then it has to get the money from somewhere. So then they start eliminating jobs, right? They start automating, they start condensing, they start doing all that kind of stuff. Where if you didn't have the shareholders, maybe you'd be cool just making more money. Like yeah. just, you know, I'm making a good amount of money, you know? So I think that's why he wanted to go private with Tesla is because he doesn't need people like questioning his motives for profit, yeah. you know? He just wants to make a good product. Yeah. And so they're getting upset that he's not focusing on on their money right because they think that because i own this stock this stock is my money but but the truth is is like if it was a private company then you could do what the fuck he wants whatever with the money. yeah it's like um like jeff bezos right yeah is, is amazon public or is it is it uh hundred uh, percent i don't know i'm gonna say that it's a public company but i think he's like is he a trillionaire now he, yeah he just turned into a trillionaire the, right? the first the richest dude that's so funny because christian was just asking about that today yeah. and i couldn't think of his name but i was telling him but then i was like you know what christian that is that's money that is documented and that's money that is was physically his yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? So money. you had employees, you had this, you grew this, you made this much money, this, you paid your taxes, this is what you made, right? Mm -hmm. That's that's if you play by those rules. But come to like sheiks and people, you know, in, in Dubai and areas of like those rich, rich countries, mm -hmm. like I know those dudes have like trills, bro. Yeah. You know? Well, they have property and stuff, but that's, yeah. That's a different kind of thing. I, you know what's the one thing I don't like now that I get older and I kind of see the things is it's a great idea, but I just don't like it is like rental properties, like someone buying a house and then renting it to people in the area for to make a profit, basically. Because I just think about like you're driving up the market. 
you know, you're increasing the cost of homes around the place so that younger people, they have a harder time buying houses because they have to compete with you. Yeah. And it's kind of, you know, on one side, I get it. I get what you're trying to do. You know, you're trying to make wise investment. But on the other side, you're kind of just, you're screwing everybody else around because now home prices are going up. They're increasing, you know? You don't think just the general selling of homes, that causes it to go up? Well, it's, it's you know, it's it's a buyer seller kind of thing right so if there's more buyers around then the prices of the houses go up you know multiple offers people are going to start offering more money yeah and then you have these investors who can do you know all cash and things like that and you know even if i was to come in and i'm i've got you know financing right and this other investor from china comes in they've got all cash they're going to take the cash because they don't have to pay any uh any dues on it you know yeah. they don't have to pay any percentage so then I get kicked out of the market basically for that reason, you know? So I don't know. I, I like the idea of investing in property and real estate because it's always going up. Yeah. But at the same to- token, you got to understand that th- who's paying for that. And at the end, it's, you know, it's the other people. It's the people who now have to rent and they have to pay ridiculous rent because of this, the cost of rent. They might not ever be able to buy. Damn. That's yeah. fucking deep, Doug. I never even thought about that, you know? Yeah. It's um it's really unfortunate about how much cost of living really is because it shouldn't be this much, dude. No. We're fucking ourselves over, bro. We're we're like causing people to be so depressed so much more than before because life is just so much harder nowadays. We put so much pressure on these kids and just even with the things that they're exposed to such as social media like i being judged at the level i'm judged now i was never judged like that when i was a kid like i had i had people in high school that i knew and if some people didn't like me whatever we walked on different sides of the hall we just didn't talk to each other but that's it yeah. i didn't go home to like checking my uh my facebook and saying oh britney's such a fucking whore (laughs) and everybody's like she's so fucking fat and this and you're just like what the fuck i'm 14 right now yeah that's wrong dude i i I don't want my kids on social media fuck no man this it's because it sets up this weird thing too for you know the competition and then people see these pictures that you took three years ago on vacation and they post them like they're there right now and it makes you feel like, oh, what am I doing with my life? You know, I just want to be yeah. happy. I just want them to be happy. I don't want them to worry about who's doing what, who's saying what, who's being what. Yeah. Just be you. Just be you. Nah, dude, it starts at uh, it starts at the home, bro. And like, you guys have a really, really good home. And I see the foundation you guys built, and I'm just like that. Those Thank little you. girls, they're gonna grow up so perfect, dude. And they're already so mannered as it is. I love them, bro. They're so cool. It's just that it's they're just a reflection of both of you guys. Yeah. And uh, both of you guys are such awesome people. And like, I, it's crazy how Shelly and Ashley just clicked, mm-hmm. you know, and they they consider each other like really good friends. And I love that shit, dude. That's that's dope. Yeah. Because. Cause that's the most special person in my life. And then that's the most special person in your life. Absolutely. No, it's really nice. And I just think like, I'm going to teach them just 
the real world. You know, I don't think I was taught the real world. No, I was. You know, I don't even think I was ever told like shake hands like this, look at a person in the eyes like this. You know, when someone says this to you, this is what they're gonna. You know, those are the things you kind of learn the hard way, right? Yeah, and and it's like. Those are the things that should really be taught. Those are the things that like are really going to make it like we were talking about somebody who's they were teaching their kids that you don't have to apologize. Really? That you 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 should understand where the other person's coming from, but you don't have to say you're sorry. But then I was I was saying to Shelly, I was like, "But you know what? Like I'm sorry is such a powerful thing that even if you're not meaning it, sometimes if you just say it, you you disarm a person, you know? They go, okay, I get, I get it. You know, they, you bring them down a little bit. And so, I don't know. I just want to teach them the things in life that will make life successful. You know what I mean? No, definitely, man. And I, I teach Christian stuff. Um, and I talk to him like I would talk to you. I'm like, dude, you need to do this because of this. This is when you do this, this makes us feel like this. I wasn't really taught that way. You know, it was more of like, you know, you do don't it. fucking do that. Right. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I was, you know, whether you learn in fear or learn by by just talking to him like an adult, like I think that's a better way, you know. And it was just, I'm like, my pops never hit me or anything like that. But it was like if I got a bad grade, I was scared because I was going to get grounded. Yeah. You know, and I really don't, I don't want to be grounding him, but I want him to know. I want him to know that, um, hold on, what the fuck, yeah, it's yours, dog, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, just set it on the floor if you can, it's like, yeah, it's like, I want to, I want to talk to him, I want to talk to him like a young man, I'm telling him, these things I'm teaching you, are going to help you out for the rest of your life. You just need to do these things now rather than you're going to learn these lessons later. And he's a really smart kid, you know. It just it takes time. And the older he gets, the more mature conversations we have and then it sticks in him. And like, dude, when I'll introduce him to somebody, he like shakes their hand and I always show him like, "Hey, you shake your hand like a man." And he does it, dude. <laughs> and then I was even showing him like, "Hey, bro, if you get to this level of confidence, you can make anybody shake your hand how you want to shake your hand. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like every time, whoever it is, I embrace them differently. Right. You shake hands with however they shake it. You know, a hug, a handshake, hug, half hug, or whatever. It depends on how I feel I want to do it. You, you know? know what's, what's the worst is the floppy fish. Oh I, yeah, you, you get that the Mexican one. Oh man, where it's just the tips of the fingers, and it's just like it'll actually throw you off. You'll be like, "Whoa, what was that?" Yeah, dude, why do Mexican old men do that shit? I don't know, dude. Maybe. Those are the only ones that do yeah. it. Or, or I always feel bad too when you shake hands with someone and you go just like just a little too firm, and their hand pops. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "Oh my man, Ross is breaking knuckles. <laughs> Grandma's fucking knuckle. What are you doing, Ross?" <laughs> Oh shit, that's funny, bro. But it's just yeah, you're right, dude. We 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 learned well mm-hmm. and we were brought up in very good situations. Like we had our our family issues or whatever, but it was like we were all it, it was a positive upbringing. 
Yeah. There wasn't like the fucking tweaker uncle or something like that. We were all just trying our best. Yeah. But I, I just want to be like, I, I, I wish I was taught the streets, not like the street streets, but it's just like the real things in this, in life, you know, like, Hey, listen, reality is this is how much rent's going to cost you. This is how much this is going to cost you. This is how much this is going to cost you. You got to think about that stuff before you, you know, before you go out and you buy that, whatever, you know. Dude, I've even gone as far as told Christian, when you're driving home, keep an eye on the cars behind you. And if you notice a car that's making all the same turns as you, you take a longer route home. And if they keep going, you go a f- way further away and just, you know, call somebody or whatever. Because mm-hmm. that's even happened to Val before. Twice. Some dudes followed her and she drove into the police department and the cops were waiting right there and they fucking busted that fool. And he's really? like, he's like, yeah, I just wanted to, I saw her license plate said Stanford. I just wanted to talk to her because uh, I like Stanford or some shit. You really? Know? Yeah, dude. And I'm like, oh, wow. fuck, I, as a brother, I was scared, but then I was proud because I know that she has the smarts to be like, no not to just drive straight into her driveway you have to be you have to keep your eyes open yeah you have to be aware that's crazy yeah dude (laughs) what a weirdo right yeah like who who does that (laughs) fucking crazy ass fools that's what happens when you don't get no pussy and that's one thing that women need to change is don't be too hard on dudes damn chill out you know, you make it too hard on these fucking dudes and then they start fucking chasing people down. Like, I think dudes make it hard on themselves. I think I think people need to just be, you know what, what the what the world has that's that's wrong with it is that people put on this fake face or this fake suit or this fake identity when they go out and they want people to respond to it. Where it's just just be you just be natural, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's such an attractive quality when you speak to somebody who they're really naturally them. And you can tell. And it's not like a status thing or anything like that. I've I've met people all walks of life and you meet them and you're just like, damn, this dude is such a cool dude. Like I just met this dude today and we just fucking vibed off the bat. And then he was like telling me some shit, like some business shit. And I'm like, oh shit, that's what's up. Like we're sharing ideas and it's just, it's, it's dope to meet people like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, I, I just want them to know you put out good energy. Good things are going to happen to you. When you do bad things, you're always going to pay for them. If not at that time, sometime you will pay for it. I've paid for it before. Yeah. But you also got to put, you, you know, it's kind of like the lottery. You know, life is like the lottery. And the truth is, is that good things only come if you if you put out those tickets, you know. Yep. And every interaction is just another ticket. And so you can't expect good things if all you do is just stay in your house. Yeah, man, you got to you got to keep it fucking mixing. You got to move around. We'll go to birthday parties and it'll be like my friend's party and we'll be there and we'll know just like maybe one couple or something and there'll be kid, some kids playing and I'll say Christian, go play now. Go play with them. So he'll go. And by the end of the night, he's not even going to want to leave, dude. I'm like, let's go. He's like, all right, bye, bye. Oh, he plays Fortnite too or whatever. And I'm just like, hell yeah, dude. Because when I was a kid, like when we got to the family party, I was just like, I was with the cattle. And I was like, fuck, I don't even know these people, you know? And yeah, it was way harder. Yeah, that's that's a gift that you give him. If, he, if you 
make it so that he can go up to anybody and conversate and create a conversation that that's a that's a skill right there you know it it was a it was a hard skill for me to learn because uh, i don't know if you remember when i was younger i was like pretty shy dude like i i i like i didn't have girls or anything like that it took a while for me to blossom i i sometimes i still feel like that like we'll go to things where it's like functions where you meet someone like the kids parents right yeah and it's just like i don't it's not that i don't have anything to say or whatever but it's just like it takes a while to just kind of like all right just relax just chill just be you yeah you know so you gotta just break feels. the ice you gotta break the somehow ice. hell so what do you do the best is just what do you do for a living but sometimes i'm just like damn i don't want to really talk about it right now because it's not just like oh yeah i work at this hardware place it's just it's it's you it it invites more questions right you know what i mean and that's so, that, a lot of times that's just the way to do it just ask a lot of questions you know ask them ask them before because they, then they'll get comfortable and then they'll ask you a question mm -hmm. but yeah a lot of time like we'll go to um with ashley's uh co-worker to have a barbecue or a baby shower or something like that and we'll go and then there'll be um other co-workers and then their husband's there and i'm just like fuck it what's up dog we start chopping it up and then by the end of the night we're just like yeah dude hit me up and it's just it's tight dude yeah you make these fucking connects it's like yeah dude we go to glamis i have the fucking atvs and we have the, <laughs> we'll go out there we'll go camping and shit and i'm like hell yeah dude because he he has a daughter the same age as christian and uh ashley's really good friends with the wife and it'd be like fuck yeah like go camping and go quadding i'm down dude and that wouldn't happen if i was just sitting there like oh yeah what's up dude yeah yeah, yeah. you know yeah it depends on what you give out is what you'll get yeah absolutely create an opportunity <sighs> that's deep that is, dude. It's crazy, man, because I never thought that we would have these kind of conversations like when we were younger, you know, <laughs> it was I don't know. I I never thought of us what we would do as adults. Yeah, it never it never clicked to me. Like, it's still kind of hard to see like you and David as adults. Yeah. You know, it's not no disrespect. No, but it's not like I see you guys and I'm like, dude, you guys are just old dads. And I'm like, no, you guys are fucking you guys are cool, hip parents, you know, and your kids are always hip dressed all nicely. Isn't that and weird? Then, like the, the the way that like you think about your parents when they were that age. Yeah. And you're like, no, they were they they seem so much older than I feel at Hell that yeah. same age. You know what I mean? They had no style. <laughs> They had a lot of hair. <laughs> why did why did our parents have a lot of hair, dude? It was all f fluffed out. Now they're all pretty trimmed up and nice and neat. <laughs> but back in the day, they had a lot of hair. That's just the way the styles go, you know? Yeah, it's the style, dude. The, the style of the 90s the baggy and pants. the 80s, oh, it was like that the color... You know, when you can edit pictures, the uh -huh. color was like fade. The saturation was way down. It was in sepia. <laughs> yeah, dude. Society was just like, just so boring, bro. Because you think of Western. What do you think of when you think of Western? You think of right. when it's just a brownish tint, dude. That's Western. Right. Dude, the, like the 80s and the 90s was so bland. It was like just straight chicken. No seasoning. 
just just imagine that though like a hundred years ago they had like that you know that kind of tin type western look whatever right yeah and then you think about a hundred years from now people are going to be looking at like our digital photos they're going to be watching you on youtube being like man this is what it was like in 2018 holy crap how much better can it get like what the fuck i can't even think about how how much better it can get because i never thought it would get this good yeah i don't think we're gonna have cars i think that's gonna be like one of the you know how phones just like leaped right yeah well we're gonna go to from driverless cars just to no cars at all i don't know how we'll get from a to b but but cars is just a big mess you know you go into la and it's just a nightmare it'll take you 20 minutes to go two miles in la you know yeah, dude, the whole miles thing really pisses me off in downtown LA because that shit's like one and a half miles in 30 minutes. I'm like, motherfucker, I'll walk there and back in the same time. Yeah. Dude, just leave me alone. Or like parking, you know, at the at the uh, Rams game, $75 for parking. Wait, what do you mean? To park Wait, at the, hold for the on. game. Hold on. What do you mean? Where'd you park? You parked in the VIP President Obama section, right? No, the, I mean, I don't know because I didn't go, but that's how much the, t- the parking was valued at because I, I had a chance to go for, uh, and it was $75. No, dude, that was parking. front door, bro. Was it? That has, dude, 75 That's dude, insane. At, at Lake Casitas, it's 20 bucks just to pull in and park for the day nowadays, you know? Yeah, that's that's pretty ridiculous. $25 for Disneyland. You know, it's it's just everywhere you go, people want to just charge you for everything. Now hotels, they have their, uh, you know, their reservation fees or whatever, their resort fees. That's what, what it's called. Like fuck? $20 a day so that you can use our amenities. It's like, what if I don't want to use your amenities? Can I get my 20 bucks back? I don't want to play tennis. Yeah. I don't want to go in that pool because... A hundred feet away is the goddamn ocean of Hawaii. You think I'm going to be in this nasty-ass piss-chlorine pool when I could be in Hawaii on the fucking beach? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I, yeah. Dude, when we went, bro, I he's like, yeah, it's a resort fee, 17. I was like, okay, uh, so what does that even include, a resort fee? And he's like... So you know what I'm talking well, about? Well, really nothing. Fee. Well, really nothing. And I'm like, really? It's just nothing? He's like, well, I mean, we have like the tennis court out there and there's the pool. And I'm like, yeah, dude. And so did Melrose Place in 93, (laughs) bro. Like, what the fuck are you providing me? The first time I got hit with the resort fee, we were staying at TI in Vegas. Yeah. Right. And I was like, well, what do I get? I said the same thing. Well, what am I getting? They're like, well, you know, if you go to the gym, there's apples and bananas in the morning (laughs) and bottles of water. So you know what I did? I went down in the fucking morning. I got some apples, bananas, and water. Ah. I don't even think I ate that shit, but I grabbed it because I was like, if I'm paying $17 a night for this, or I'm going to take it. Oh, shit. That's fucking funny, bro. You're so <laughs> right, dude. Fuck them, dude. Fuck them, man. And one time we stayed at a hotel. Dude, it was getting to a creepy point. That there was a bunch of banging and shit going on. It was probably the worst night of sleep I've had in my adult life, dude. It was so bad. And me and Ashley were just so... I didn't sleep at all. And really? we just fucking complained. And was we it like got the Hojo's? I don't know. It was, it was a nice hotel, dude. Really? Yeah, dude. It was like the Marriott or some shit, huh. bro. And they eventually did give us our money back. But it's that's not it, dude. It's like, fuck, man. 
We need to change as a society. You need to know that that's not right. Right. Like you can't just be going wild and shit. And it's fucking... I don't give a fuck if you're having sex, dude. Like, who has sex for eight hours straight, you <laughs> disgusting piece of shit? It doesn't feel that good. Like, to, to come on. That's like eating pizza for eight hours straight. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> After the first fucking three quarters of the pie, that's good, bro. Chill out. Enjoy the night. <laughs> you know? Like, fuck, it's not that good, oh, dude. Unless it was, if, okay, the only way I'll put this good out there is I hope it was like a 16 year old couple that they managed to like sneak into a hotel and they just like fucking explored their life together that night. So okay. you guys had front row tickets to this show, huh? I guess so, dude. Oh, that kid's gonna get a heart attack, bro. <laughs> he was probably jacked You should have put like a Gatorade outside the door. I know. I should have <laughs> fucking put a note from his mom like I knew this special day would come. Make sure you drink water and make sure you use protection. If not, please go to Clinicas in the morning. <laughs> but i don't know it was probably just some tweakers just banging it out all night what the fuck man they ruined our night that's funny you know one of the last times i went to a hotel we went to long beach and we stayed at i think it was a hilton but it was 200 bucks for the night right yeah so then they said 18 dollars for self-parking 20 dollars for valet so what are you gonna do right valet you're gonna do it so so then we paid 200 bucks we paid 20 bucks for the valet okay and then, to make matters worse, I had gotten, like, the buffet for the next day as part of my, you know, stay. Yeah. And then they, I went, and they're like, oh, well, no, sir, because you purchased through a third party, and so our third parties don't have that option. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, that's why I stayed with you guys. And they're like, well, you, you can still go to the buffet. I'm like, how much is the buffet? $30 a person. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, how much would it have been if I had booked through you guys? Oh, probably about the same. And I was I was livid. No way, yeah. dude. They just start treating you like trash because you got it from Expedia and I know. Of them. They always do that shit, bro. Like, I was supposed to fly out, and then they were having the hurricane, and I'm, like, arguing with them. And I told the dude, I was like, listen, bro, I don't care about what it says on your computer screen. Listen to me man to man, dog. I don't want to fly there, bro. There's a fucking hurricane going there, B. You don't watch the fucking TV, and you're trying to tell me that I can't get my fucking money back, or at least just give me some fucking credit. You keep the money, but just give me some fucking credit, yeah, dog. next time. And he's like, you know, I understand what you mean, but it is my job. And this, I'm like, you know what, dog? It's all good, bro. I'm sorry that I blew up on you. I hope you have a good night. And then that was it. You know, I lost out on that money, but I'm just like... At least I got him to admit, like, yeah, this is fucked up, but this is what it is. Yeah. In, at least if you're going to fucking fuck me, at least, you know, say my name or something, dog. You know what's messed up is I got a ticket the other day for, so Shelly was having back spasms, okay? Mm -hmm. And she's she's 26 months pregnant, so she was freaking out, thinking she was going into labor, mm -hmm. okay? So I take her to the hospital. I take Harper to school. I go back to the hospital. I go back and pick up Harper from school. I go back and pick up Shelly from the hospital. And at some point in all this chaos, I ran a, a red light turning left. Yeah. Okay? I wasn't pulled over. There was no camera flash. 
No nothing. I just get a five hundred dollar ticket in the mail. Uh huh. And I'm just like, you didn't even get a flash. I didn't even get a flash. So, so they could even give. They should have gave you a flash, dude. It, at least have the decency of someone pulling up and be, me being able to explain my case. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, dude, it's a there's, rough a, lo- day, there's a lot going bro. on today. I got shit going on today. I don't give a fuck about your lights, motherfucker. Yeah. And, fuck and, you. And that's just ridiculous because $500 for not seeing a red yeah. turn light. So I turned left when it was safe. Okay. Yeah. So it's not even like I did something that was risky, like just running through a red light when cars were, should have been coming yeah, the other yeah, way. Yeah. And they just sent me this $500 bill in the mail. Like, what kind of bullshit is that? $500, not $50, not $100. Yeah, what the like, fuck? $500? Where yeah. do you get that from? And then it's like 600 if I want to do the traffic school. Why would I even do that? Dude, if I beat my wife, it's like 500 bucks for the first offense. So I'm going to go fight that. I'm, gonna, I'm fucked up. I'm going to look up whatever I can look up, and I'm going to go over there because that's ridiculous. That's that's the government at its worst right there, you know? Slime. Like, like someone's having a really bad day. Things are getting kind of messy. And then, like, 500 bucks. Take this. Yeah. Take this little shit I'm going to put on you. Dude, I owed the fucking... Uh, I had to get a license plate ticket done. It was like 198 bucks. And I was just like, oh, I'll fucking do it soon or whatever. They fucking called me and said it was in collections, B. You got to go do it. I'm like, fuck, man. All right, I'm going to go do it. They just kept calling and calling. I said, hey, dog, listen. I said I'm going to go do it. Chill the fuck out. And he's like, all right, sir. Oh, I said, just give me a week. So he's like, all right. So they didn't call me for another week. But then they fucking did. So I'm like, man, fuck you guys, dude. I went and I got it written off and it was only 25 bucks. But then they're like, yeah. And then you need to take this to the DMV because there's a hold on your license now. I'm like, fuck you, man. You want to fucking get me pulled over and say I worn out for my arrest or whatever because of a fucking $125 ticket? Like, fuck you, dude. But when it's my tax return, what do you do? Oh, sorry, fucking Obamacare. That I don't get my money. Fuck you, dude. What the hell? You want me? I have to do it on this certain day. There should be a certain day that you give me my shit. You got right. me fucking wondering every day. Hey, dog, did you get your did you get your W two yet? Did you get your? You got us like fucking fish right here, just waiting. Oh man, when are the flakes coming? Give give us our money back, please. Can you give us our money back that you took from us? Nah, fuck you, dog. I'll do exempt, motherfucker, because I know how to save my money. And when it comes time to do taxes, here, take your fucking shit, because you're gonna make taxes on you're gonna make percentage on my money. Yeah, so in in twelve months, you're making percentage on my money, no matter how how minuscule it is. Whatever, yeah. five bucks, ten bucks, fuck you. I'm gonna make this ten bucks. I'll save this money. I'll make this ten bucks. And when it comes time that I gotta do taxes, boom, here's your money. Yeah, they they tax your gas, they tax your purchases, they tax your pay. They, I mean, everywhere you're getting hit, just tax, 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 tax. You know. You come to me with cash. You come to me with green money. Dude, we're both going to be leaving with a smile on our faces. That's what it is, dude. But crazy. you want to talk about like taxes and shit? Come on. that that's, that's one thing that really bothers me about making big purchases. Even something about 5000 bucks. You're like, all right, that's cool. I justified 5000 bucks, And then when you go pay for it, it's like 5700 bucks with taxes or whatever Jurassic amount it is. But still, like, fuck, dude. dude. You know what it has me thinking even is 
you know, LA tax is nine and a quarter. Yeah. Taxes here, seven and a quarter. That's 2%. So like you said, if it's like 10 grand, that's $200. That adds up. It's like, man, I want to think before I make my big purchase, where am I going to make that? Exactly, dude. Damn, we're just fucking robbing ourselves, bro. And there's the, the, the small elite, the one percenters that are just like fucking on yachts, just fucking each other and each other's children and just like doing whatever fucking wild animal ritualistic shit that they want. And these motherfuckers have $500 billion for playing basketball Fuck you, dude. Like, you don't need all that fucking money, bro. When there's people in your city that you grew up in is fucking running down, dude. You know, homeless everywhere, no jobs, just fucking terrible, corrupt corrupt police department. You know, you can do something about that shit, bro. When you get five, five mil, that's like good. You know, you could take care of your family and such. But when you get to the ridiculous amounts, it's not your obligation, but it should be your obligation as a human being to do something, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just like fucking LeBron. Yeah, LeBron's doing amazing things. How can you compare Jordan to LeBron as an athlete human being person like who would you want to be a better representation to show your child you know lebron any day of the week it is no matter if he's better or worse than than jordan like jordan everything i've ever heard of jordan besides his skills on the basketball court is that he's a piece of shit that's uh, there's so many stories of that That Jordan's a piece of shit person and he's just a rich fool that fucking just does not care about anything but himself. Yeah. And there's a lot of video proof and and, and uh, testimony about that. And that's sad, bro. But it's not saying that he doesn't deserve it. He did what he did. He was able to market it and it all went how it did. Yeah. Well, you have people like um, Steve Jobs who they said was really tough and... You know, like he was even kind of abusive and stuff, you know, to to people. And uh, then you have like Bill Gates, right? Who's giving away all his money to to charities and foundations. Warren Buffett doing the same thing. But then, you know, there's there's other people like like Trump. Yeah. And you're like, He, he Trump literally has the power to change the world at the palm of his hands. Because he's the most disruptive president. He's breaking all the rules, breaking all the stigmas. He has the money behind it. He has the motive. The motive is that he, at the end of the day, Trump wants to be the best human being. That's what he wants to be. And he has the possibility to be that if he uses his powers for good. He can end, you know, hunger in certain countries and things like that and become a, a humanitarian and, and go from there. Change, change the whole stigma about it. Now that I got all you guys worrying about politics, this is what we're going to do. I got your attention. Now flip the script, you know, because right now, right now, bro, all bets are off. Yeah. I it's politics now is like so much different when I was a kid and you know like George Bush senior was going for president. Yeah, but that just it just makes it crazy cuz like Kanye West is going to run next and he's going to win or something. It's like it's just getting into the circus show. But you know what's the, the, the insane to me too is is the tariffs, right? So so Trump gets into this tariff war with China and all these other countries. And so at my work what we do 
yes today prices on products went up our cost 25 cents to like 45 cents really yeah so it went up right so but that means that on those tariffs who's paying the tariffs it's not china yeah it's you when you make your purchase you're paying the tariffs walmart their prices are going up 10 to 25 percent on different things you know really 25 percent so 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 Trump's pretending like this 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 is about us, but he's just taxing us. That's all he's doing, you know? The tariffs are just increasing the our costs. That's yeah. all he's doing. You know? It's insane. Okay, everybody, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be back in 1 minute. Yo, what's up, fool? Make sure you check out Downstar for all of your dress-up needs. Get it popping over here. We have all the kits for the K-Series, the B-Series, the transmission, the mounts, the engine, the Toro, baby. We have the hardware for the seats, for the stereo. We got it for the speakers. We got it for the lug nuts. We got it for the air valves. We got it for everything, dog. So you make sure you hit us up at downstarring.com or you call us up, fool. You can even text us, lame, 818-937-3472. Just shoot us a text and tell us what's up, dog. I need some fucking boss in this bitch hit us up downstarting.com hey and if you got an instagram slide in our fucking dm at downstar wait hit up the homie frank underscore downstar he's the one that takes care of all the dms hit that level up and shoot him a message and he'll get you all taken care of real nicely yeah, dude. I don't know, man. And that's one that's one reason why I really stay away from politics because one is um I've said it before that I feel that the time is the most important thing that you have in your life and the the more time that you spend worrying about problems that you legitimately you don't have in the palm of your hands and you can fix problems that you do have an actual ability to fix them you know what i mean Uh not saying that i don't care about it i i understand it and i see where the frustrations are on both sides and i and you know my conclusion is my conclusion i i just i'm not naive you know i've done my due diligence but there's a point where i'm just like the happiness of myself and my family comes sanity yeah sanity because i'm dealing with my own shit it's not like i'm just a regular dude that's just like maybe he he just keeps in contact with a few people and you uh, you comment with a few people and associate with a few people you know like i'm having to deal with so many different walks of life and so many different personalities and at the same time just like just trying to keep this shit going and it's just yeah see the though that's why we got into this mess in the first place because like people were just like okay just elect a politician and they're gonna go and they're gonna fight your battle for you i'm larry h parker and i'll fight for you yeah but what happened is they fought for the rich people because they were the rich people and they were fighting for the for them you know so then you have all these subsidies and you have all these things right and we had did you know that it's legal for a politician to basically do insider trading really yeah so it's illegal for them to give information to someone else, but they can do it themselves. They can, they can, you know, make plays based on information that they get. Shut up. Yeah. So, so why is that? It's because they're the ones who make the rules. Yeah. You know? So it's illegal for everybody else, but eh, I'm okay. That's sad, dude. There's always going to be the elites. I bet you, you know? they have good health care, right? Oh, yeah. I bet dude. you they didn't have to worry about no Obamacare, Medicaid, Medicare. I bet you got, they got some good health care. 
You know how old that that um, Rothschild was, the one that just died. Who's that? Um, one of the Rothschilds, the you know, like the the quote unquote Illuminati family. Oh, uh huh. Um, like the oldest family, and they're like the richest. Um, that fool was like 197. <laughs> that fool had like five heart transplants. He looked like dead already. When he was still alive, he looked de- dead. And it's just like, damn, these dudes really have the power, the wealth to live forever. That And that's kind of what really gets me about, you know, say, um, from Apple. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. It's, it's really crazy that there was no access that he had to, to cure what he had going on. Well, he... Because, you know, he was in he was in California, right? Yeah. Uh, Cupertino. So he actually was able to sign up on like a waiting list for some transplant, like in some state where it was where the waiting list was super low for that organ. Like in California, say he needed liver, I forget what he needed. The wait list was really high. Yeah. So he was able to like set up, I think, like residency and say Tennessee where the where the wait list was super low. So that way he could do it. So in that sense, he, he had the ability but he was just, you know, his body was falling apart. He didn't do it. I, I think he did get the transplant, but it just didn't help for, for what he had. Damn. But, but yeah, I mean, these guys that they they'll go through the hoops, they'll jump through whatever they have to because they have the ability to do so. You know, they can wash money in the Cayman Islands. They can do that kind of stuff. Where, you know, normal people they can't do that. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like I've always thought about just like having a little like business kind of thing set up so I could just write off whatever, but but it would cost me more in taxes and 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 the paperwork to file out, so it's not worth it, you know. Yeah. But if you got all that money, then it's then it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild, dude. I don't know. I think it's just the the kind of person, maybe the type of person that it takes to make that kind of money makes it, you have to disconnect from the human aspect of it. Right. And it's you narcissism. Have to, yeah. You have to be like, I want to be number one and I want to be this, the richest person, you know? And then there is those people that have the money and they, they give the knowledge. Like, um, um, I believe we spoke about him before Andy Frisella. Mm. Do you know that, who that is? No. You've never heard of him? Andy Frisella, the MF CEO. So the MF CEO is a podcast. Uh-huh. And this dude, Andy Frisella, he uh, owns this um, the supplement company called First Form, P-H-O-R-M. And um, he has a bunch of other companies. So he went from nothing, dude, like like super depressed mode. And he fucking, he ended up getting like stabbed in the face and shit, defending this girl that they were, um, that this dude was like calling her, uh, like racial slurs. Uh. And he went to protect the girl and the dude fucking stabbed him up in the face. And oh, he wow. just had like mad stitches and he just like went to depressed mode. Mm-hmm. And then he just like got out of it and he's, he built this company up, dude. And now it's worth like over a hundred million bucks, dude. And he's, he's like a real ass fucking dude. If you were to talk to this dude, he would be like, it it seems like I've never met him in person, but from what it seems like with the podcast, he's just like a real fucking dude. Yeah. Like if you were to tell him like, yeah, dude, I've just been having this idea to just do like uh sell t-shirts. He's like, 
just fucking do it. Like, stop being a fucking pussy. Just do it. This is what you got to do. My boy, here, I'm going to have you talk to my boy. He's going to do it. I'm going to call you up in a month. Like, he seems like that kind of fucking dude. Yeah. And that shit's rad to be able to give that to young entrepreneurs and people who are who are going down that same path. Those are gems that they're yeah. passing on. So I think that people with, with, a, with some kind of reach, they should be doing something for the better of humanity. Just like, say, like a Jake Paul. Uh-huh. You know who Jake Paul is? He's a YouTuber. He's uh, like oh, yeah. one of the biggest YouTubers out. He um he has the power to change the youth and to to bring them up in a certain way, whether it's negative or positive is is up to his is up to him plus like a a handful of elite YouTubers that are like the tastemakers for um the youth. Nice. Just think about just think about Fortnite. The video game Fortnite, uh-huh. every single kid, if you're under the age of 25, you play Fortnite right now. I've right. never played it, but I've everybody, never played it. everybody that I talk to plays it. Or every, PUBG. Yeah, that shit. Everybody plays that shit. Yeah. And uh, Christian plays it. And that's that's wild. If there's some way that we could do a mass, like, treat everybody better, hypnosis, yeah. something, dude. I think it has to start with us, like yourself, too. You have to treat yourself better, you know? You have to be able to focus your own energies. It has to start at home. Yeah, dude, I, I feel that, like, when you um, when you take responsibility for your actions and you don't blame it on anybody, the reason that you always have a negative impact is because you're always blaming it on somebody else that person blames it on you because it wasn't their fault. And then there's all you're always building tension with all these people and you're always fucking beefing. You know what I mean? And you're always having negative interactions because you never want to take responsibility. But once you take responsibility for your actions, then you start knowing that, damn, this feels shitty. I don't want to feel like this anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm next time this situation arises. I'm not going to be like that. Yeah. I'm I feel like life is like dirty dishes, you know, you, you, you have one and you put it there and you kind of, eh, I'm just going to ignore that right now. And then later on, there's another one and a couple more. And then you'll sit there and you go, yeah, I'm just going to ignore that today. And pretty soon that shit's on top of you and it's overwhelming and it's stressful. And you just like, oh man, how am I going to get through this? You know? Where if everybody had the mentality of just like taking care of it right away, you know, and that goes from health, that goes from like bills, that goes to work ethic that, you know, everything. It's that so many times we just push things off just because we want to be lazy. And then soon enough, you know, it's just on top of you and it's too much to handle, you know? Yeah, dude, I was actually speaking to somebody this past weekend about that. He, uh, he has a son that's, um. He's in his mid-20s, and he lives in New York. And uh, I was like, oh, what does he do? He's like, oh, he's just a bartender, so he's just partying every night. I'm like, how do you feel about that? I always like to ask these questions, too, because maybe people want to open up. Maybe they don't. Right. Because maybe nobody's asked them, how do you feel about it? I know what the situation is. I know that he lives there or whatever, but how do you feel about it? So I asked him, how do you feel about that? And he's like, dude, I feel like he's just wasting his life. And I'm just like, yeah, you're right, dude. 
that you're right, but some people just have to learn for themselves. So you can always just provide these gems to somebody. Say if there's advice that you give me, I take that into heart. So I'll be like, damn, okay, I respect Ross. I respect him as a person. So I'm just like, dude, if you respect me as a person, just take this thought into consideration. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just, I, I just, I don't know. I, I see the way it goes and I see that, you know, too many people are just pushing things, like I said, off to the side and just trying to ignore them or forget about them. And just like health, you know, health is one of the biggest things like where we are now, you know, starting to be like in the mid thirties, getting yeah. to the forties. That's when you should really start thinking about your health. Cause they, when you get into the forties and the fifties, then things start getting too late, you know, clogged arteries, overweight, whatever it oh, is, you know, shit. like this is the time when you start to think about that kind of stuff. That way, it doesn't get catch up with you down the road. Babe, book me a doctor's appointment. <laughs> you need that prostate check. That. <laughs> Babe, check my prostate again. <laughs> check it again like last time. Got, is that what the rubber gloves are for over there? <laughs> hey, um, you ever think about why they don't have brown colored toilet paper? Just a suggestion. Well, yeah, why, why do they need it so white? Yeah, that's a good it point. It could be a different color. It could just be like that natural kind of paper color. You know, like when you get at school, they'd have the recycled paper. The and it's kind brown, of that gray. The browner. <laughs> <laughs> the same texture, too. Fuck it. Use the same texture. We'll sell it for 50 cents. We'll sell the shit out of that. That's such a good idea. Because I'm like, you're okay. So if you're buying this for 50 cents, you're on the border of you would have already used newspaper anyway. So this is like. In between real toilet paper, newspaper. I'm sure it's cheaper to build it like that. So you, all you do is get a bunch of cardboard boxes, you know, like old soda cases and shit. Yeah. <sighs> Grind it up. You I know. don't know why I need it quilted, you know? Why do I need that shit quilted? Just give me a ply thick enough so my finger won't poke through. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is not supposed to be a pleasurable experience for myself or my ass. So we both just want to get this over with. So give me some shit with some bristles on it and then we'll call it a day. I want a toilet paper made by Thor. Just be the ass guardian, you know? Yeah, dude. I want I want it I want my diet to get so good that when I shit it just comes out like a sausage and it just falls out. And maybe it's just like No, the, all that'll be left is just like a little pee, you know, just cause your body just like burned up everything. A liquid just like <laughs> just it'll shoot it out like a little baby, you know, like a like a like a seahorse baby or something. It just baby. shoots out <laughs> the little sack. Come on, dude. Like, can, can we just do that? That we, All you have to take is some some kind of drink that'll line the inside of your stomach. So when it's time to exit, you know, it, it goes out and it gets covered by this sack of this goo that this goo puts it in a nice package and it comes out like a sausage. And once it comes out, dude, it's just like, boom, it's taken care of. You could take a shit in like two seconds, bro. If it was, if your body was efficient enough. Yeah, right. That'd we, be the way to be. We need to worry about that fucking new iPhone, dude. Elon Musk, figure that shit out, dude. 
<laughs> Figure out a new toilet. You know what? Public restrooms. That's what they need to work on, right? Hell Elon yeah. could get some nice public restrooms going. Figure that out. Come on, dude. At least just have wireless charging when we when we're in there, so we don't even have to touch nothing. All you do is you have your phone on like charge mode, and you just walk. You should have that in every fucking mall, every place, every Vons, everything. A, a charging, so it's always charging in the air. Why can't you fucking do that? You know, think about it. Why are our phones always dying? Why can't I get connection in my room, but I can get it down here? Why? Shoot that fucking laser wider, dude. You know, shoot what? Figure that shit out. I don't give a fuck about any more filters or more pixels. 4K is way more than enough. 1080p, I'm good. Um, Gucci 1080p. You're putting all this other shit. I can't tell if that's a real ass fucking orangutan or not, dude. You turn the TV to a to a fish tank at night and it, it isn't bubbles. that crazy? When the TVs become so so awesome that they're pretty much like worthless. Like if someone robs a house nowadays, they're not gonna take the TV anymore. Why? Thousand right? dollars. I, I we paid thirteen hundred for like a ninety-two inch TV. Yeah, it's fucking stupid, huge, and I just we just wanted it because of the number. We're like, fuck it, let's get it. It's curved and shit. We don't even use it. We'll watch fucking YouTube on it. You know, I've watched like like the Animal Planet two or whatever. I watched that shit before on it, and it's amazing. But it's like, it's not like it used to be. When plasmas first came out, oh yeah, dude, I had a seven twenty, a thirty two inch seven twenty, dude. It was a Westinghouse B. I got it for like um Black Friday when I worked at Best Buy in Nevada, uh -huh. and I was just like so stoked on life when I had that TV, dude. And if I had that TV now, it would be in the garage, worthless. Just it would just be chilling here. Like I would not care about it. It would be the dog that just got fat and lazy, and that when I moved out, I. Just just never i just left them you know yeah but that's that's how cheap technology got you know but the crazy part is is to me is that the iphones keep getting more expensive and people keep paying for them yeah it's they're ridiculous. trying guys they're trying to figure out how much we'll pay so if you keep paying they'll keep raising it yeah stop Ooh. buying them you do that one time, they're going to drop Let the prices fail. back down to like 600 bucks. Again. We were in a good spot because the X fucking failed. Yeah. That phone didn't do well. So um, they should have fucking chilled out. You know, iPhone, just release a couple phones for 500 bucks to have the big screen. But maybe I don't know what, what well, I don't know what costs more. What is it? Memory or fucking screen size? Make a fucking phone that you can make at bigger sizes, but you can make it smaller and just sell them, sell them 500 bucks each. Everybody that has a Samsung would get it, you know, just offer the same technology and just offer it affordable, dude. Maybe that's something that Elon could do. Another phone company with like affordable ass phones because you can buy. It's not. Don't tell me the technology because you can buy like a tablet that's way bigger than my phone for like 150, 350 bucks. Yeah. They, just, know? they get you because they know that they can. They got yeah. you, you know. They, they know that once you get set in your brand, whether it's Android or iPhone, that that's it. They got you for life. 
Because they don't, so they don't really care. And like you said, they're going to keep raising prices until they're like, oh, well, he's not going to pay, you know, $1,500 anymore for this phone. The iPhone XP963. It doesn't do shit, dude. It does. The, the coolest thing, because I was looking at it, somebody got it. The coolest thing was it has the forward-facing portrait mode. Yeah. So uh-huh. that's pretty dope. But other than that, like, yeah. It's already fucking big enough, dude. I wear skinny jeans, dude. You can see that shit fucking in my pocket when it's... You can see it ringing. It's so fucking big, dude. And I'm just like, bro, bigger would be nice. Yeah, but it's even more inconvenient. Just chill already. And now you're going to make me feel like the lame-ass fool when everybody has the big-ass phone that's damn near a tablet. And they're just like, yo, you still got that little 18-inch. My favorite is, have you seen people when they're taking like pictures with the with the tablet? You know, yeah. They take the tablet somewhere and they're taking selfies We're with damn it. near in the middle right now, bro. We're damn near in the middle. <laughs> What's gonna happen, dude? That's like, that what? sweet spot. Oh, Wait, when did, man. I think they stop when it stops fitting in an average pocket. They're gonna have Jinkos come back, dude. Jinkos are the gonna ben fucking Davis. come back. Yeah, Ben Davis, man. Dude, today I was I tripped out, bro. So trip out on this. When I went to Ohio, I we went to Walmart, and dude, I love just going with like bros to Walmart and just fucking around and like buying gear because they have gear. It's like all how you rock it, dude. They have nice flannels and colors, so I bought uh-huh. like a flannel, a jacket, and I bought some dicky pants because I'm like, damn, I haven't had khaki dicky pants in a minute. So then I wore that shit today, and I'm just like, fuck, these are mad wide, dude. What the fuck? I They're used super to wear rigid them. too, right? Yeah dude and i'm like this is not even comfy dude this is like wearing a potato sack so i'm like fuck it if i'm gonna go all fred durst today i'm gonna get my black dickies button up downstar shirt i'm gonna get a red downstar hat and i'm gonna wear my fucking d3 osiris's dude i got a pair they re-released them the puffy shoes yeah they re-released them, so I had a pair of those. So today I dressed just like Fred Durst, and I just did it because I was going to go by the shop by myself. I didn't think anybody was going to go in. <laughs> and then the guy that, the guy that's interning for us, he's like, yeah, I'm going to come in today. So I'm like, oh, shit, this one's going to see me looking all funny. And then my part-timer, he's coming in, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot he was coming in, and I look like all funny, dude. My pants are mad baggy. They look like sweats. They're so baggy. And then the shoes, they're like on fucking times three zoom. And you got they're, double tongue. They're so heavy, dude. My ankles start hurting after a while. And then trip out on this. I set up with this dude to um, bring his Civic Type R in, which is like the fucking car right now, dude. The Civic Type R. Uh-huh. It was only a rare amount came out. And this dude has one, and his is fucking bitching, dude. And I'm supposed to do a kid on it. So he's like, hey, dude, I'm outside. And I'm like, fuck. And then I go outside, and this is the first interaction I have with this dude. And I look like a fucking MTV car car just, show, like an import car show. And I'm like, fuck, I'm mad embarrassed. But I'm like, fuck it. You should have just said, I'm here to pimp your ride. <laughs> That would have been so perfect because I looked exactly like some West Coast custom shit, fool. A fucking issue was going to come out from the back. We're going to make it, you know, like, dude, it was embarrassing, but it was whatever, dude. Because sometimes I like to fuck around. 
sometimes I wear, I'll wear this, dude, like blue jeans, like dad, just Levi blue jeans. Mm-hmm. And then I'll wear um, a, a t-shirt, the, the, the one, the shorties one that says, fuck you. Uh-huh. I'll wear that one. And then over it, I'll wear like a Zach Morris, like a crazy ass print. Uh, like like a shirt, a button up shirt. Yeah. And then I'll roll up the sleeves, and then I'll wear like some fucking Yeezys or something, and that'll be my outfit for the day. And I'm just like, I don't have to be doing all of this shit. I could just <laughs> put my jeans on and fucking a downstar polo, you know. But I says I like to keep it funky sometimes. That's funny. Hey, you gotta have your own personality. But yeah, man, that's I've worn Dickies in forever. They're whack, bro. <laughs> They're fucking whack. I, I, shout out to essays who make that shit look good, dude. No homo, but uh, pause. I mean, did you know that? Did you know uh, no homo changed into pause? Yeah. So when you say something like that, you would say no homo. You uh-huh. say pause. No pause? No, you say pause. Okay, all right. So it's like, you know, like the homies look good pause, you know? <laughs> it's That's like a New York thing, dude. And I listen to the New York podcasters, like they all say that shit. So it like, it like catches on. That's funny. That's too funny. I've always liked to be in touch with other cultures of the country uh-huh. and just seeing their mannerism and how they talk and like how they, they interact with each other. Dude, it's literally different tribes, bro. Yeah. Literally different tribes. Sure. And when we all have stuff in common, obviously, because we're all interacting with the, the, the social world. So no matter if I live in that city or not, I know what who builds what, who, who has the shows over there. We're all hanging out. Like, I know these people, but when it gets to that level, dude, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy, man. Yeah. Something could start as an inside joke. And then all of a sudden it's like countrywide. Yeah. Yeah. It can just spread just like that. Cause once you get on world star, dude, that's it everybody's on it everybody's supposed to and if whatever happened is funny enough or if it if it's entertaining if you're the person because i think i could work out world star bro if people were sending me in videos all day all day and i'm like that's not funny nobody's gonna like that the, oh hell yeah we got the front page i can do uh-huh. that yeah i have i have enough experience of watching these videos and Thumbs seeing what enough. goes seeing what goes viral and what does it, i know what would flow you know yeah and it's just um it's crazy how you learn these skills from the weirdest kind of things oh sure it's just observation even the way of communicating now i've got this from all of these podcasts that i listen to every day subconsciously uh-huh. just learning how to keep a conversation flowing about whatever Yep, just pick the topic and there you go. There you go. And you just like just like ride that wave, dude. And that's so tight. And that's why that's what I want this to be, the downtime with Downstar is is like more of just sitting down and just fucking let's go on this journey real quick. Mm-hmm. Let's see where this goes. See where it takes us. Cause there's a lot of um there's a lot of perspectives that uh that you have that are very insightful. That I just, I, I don't think about it like that. Because I really don't have many people that I can just fucking toss ideas around Yeah, with. I think that's one of the hard parts, too. Is that, like, not just having someone to toss it around with, but someone who's actually willing to, like, listen to something. Because sometimes people, like, you'll throw something at them and they'll just be like, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. They won't pay attention. 
or they won't give it the consideration when you were looking for feedback like you were saying earlier you know i'm looking for for something like you know let me know let me know don't just tell me you know just because you fuck with me if you fuck with me this is what i'm asking you this is how i'm asking you to fuck with me you know don't say you should talk about this more you should talk about that more say general stuff like you say um too much mm-hmm. or the conversation kind of got away this way maybe you could have worded it you know crit, crit, uh, constructive criticism dude that's like if somebody's skating when when we used to skate with people and we see somebody trying to ollie and they're doing it all fucked up you wouldn't just be like just watching them you'd be like dude do it like this bro watch try it boom and you go like trying to help them yeah and you just all it just builds the community it builds the community it builds them and it yeah it helps out everybody yeah, I, I, I think, um, you know, on podcasting, at least keeping someone from just running off the rails is probably important, too. You know, just keeping someone on track or if yeah. you see they're going in some weird direction, just bring them back in. Something that you think that that kind of wouldn't be the best subject to be talking about or something, you know? Yeah, because you always have to keep it. Not 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 that I said not that I want to be PC. But there's certain things that I'm in touch with in the culture that I know is a touchy subject. Yeah. And I have enough respect where I wouldn't disrespect it. But once you want to start trying to pick me apart and pick every little piece of me, I'm like, I am who I am. This is who I am. But what I'm not is like, I'm not a racist person. I'm not like a homophobe. I'm not like somebody who thinks I'm better than other people. You know, it's those are my core values. But if I have an opinion about some certain subject or something, like we should have enough respect with each other to be like, I don't think that way, but I respect you enough to, to, to understand why you would feel that way. I had this customer a few weeks ago and I was talking to him. And I said, these here, just like talking to him, right? And he's like, he says, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I look at him and he goes, you can say these or you can say here, but you don't have to say these are here or these here. And I just looked at him like, did you just really stop me while, you know, for a grammar lesson? And it was just like, it was insulting because, you know, I would never stop someone just unless they said something offensive, you know? Yeah. And I was, and then he did it again because I guess I didn't even realize that that was something that I said like these here are so and so these here are so and so. But he was like you could, and he did it again. And I just kind of like looked at him like, "Are you serious right now?" Ooh. You know? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Wow. It's it, it was just like it was worse than like your your dad or your grandpa or a teacher or something yeah. like that. It was just like some annoying person who just wanted to be correct, you know. Wow, dude, that's probably a horrible existence, man, because you can't have people that want to be around you. Yeah, because then the whole time I was really thinking about like not saying these here just because I didn't want him to do it again. And it just like got in my under my skin. Yeah. And I was just like, dude, I just want this guy to leave now. That's whack, bro. People shouldn't make other people feel bad, dude. A lot of the reasons I am how I am is because I would not want somebody to do that shit to me. And if that shit did happen to me and I did that to people and it was like known, 
I deserved it. Yeah. I don't ever want to do something where I feel like I deserved it, you know? Yeah. So I always treat people with respect. I've had people fucking come at me rough, dude, like send me crazy ass DMs. And I'm like, yo, dude, I don't even know what you're talking about, bro. But like, what, what happened? What did I do? Let me know. You know, if I did something disrespectful, I, I, I want to just at least be able to have my case right. you know like chill be i'm a fucking human being too you know i gotta be if you don't like my bolts like that's cool but <laughs> i don't call up fucking dominoes and say toppers is so much better your fucking pizza is shit you know well, people like, probably do that you think so i, I wouldn't doubt it that, that someone's so fucked at, up you know at, at, at pizza hut or Domino's has gotten that call where they're just getting ripped because their pizza's not as good as so-and-so's and it's it's just like one of those things where it's like, really? Okay, don't buy pizza from us anymore. That's cool. That's fine. I've I've had I've had customers that have come in, and they said something like, "Oh, well, you guys don't have that. Oh, well, you guys. Well, they do." I was like, "Okay, well, go see them. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. You know? Yeah, yeah." And and so I remember one time we went to go look at vans, and. Uh, Shelly was telling the guy, oh, well, so-and-so has this and so-and-so has that and so-and-so has this. And then he walked away to go ask his boss a question. And I said, listen, like, I can tell that you don't like this cool car and that's cool. But this is this guy's job. This is the guy's one like opportunity right now. He's lost turns because he's helping us. So let's just make him feel good about what he's doing. Because right now he's probably feeling like, dude, these guys are wasting my time. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. And so those are like the, the things and the thoughts, you know, that everybody's a person, that everybody has has feelings. And the person on the other side of the phone or the other side of the counter they're real and unless they're giving you attitude like you shouldn't give it to them hell no dude not even off rip bro like come on how are you just gonna be rude to somebody for no fucking reason i hate that shit people bro are. i hate that dude and i don't i don't i'm not around people like that like my son has so much better manners than a lot of people my age bro okay. and when i'm around those people for a situation that maybe say i went to a show or like to some around, I'm at a club or SEMA or something when I'm around people that I wouldn't usually be around and I see how they interact with other people. And like, cause I, I'm a really good judge of character. I can understand these characteristics uh -huh. of, of that person. And I'm just like, dude, this is not, this is not where I should even be at. And a lot of times you can tell right off the bat. As, as I've gotten older and work with more and more people, you can tell someone who's just going to be a pain in the ass from top to bottom yep. right off the bat because it's just the way they come at you, the way they approach you, the questions that they ask. You know, like I can tell an engineer right off the bat just because of the weird questions that they'll ask. They'll ask these questions that are completely irrelevant they, they want it. you to know that they know stuff yeah it's the same thing in the fucking car world like i'll talk to people and the, uh, they'll be like oh you're into hondas i go oh yeah and like oh yeah i had a honda i had a b16 in it and this and i'm just like in my head i'm like oh that's cool you know like i'm not disrespecting them but my level of it is a lot deeper than that what they were in you know yeah, sure. and then it's like i'm not just trying to shit on them or anything but it's just but there's people who would. People be like, "Oh, I never fuck with that. No, that's that's just terrible." 
Yeah, that shit's. Oh yeah, that's one. I had that one when I was sixteen. But people do that oh, shit, yeah. dude. And I see how other people do other people, and then I see how people treat other people when they leave. And I try my hardest not to say something about somebody when they leave because it's just like I don't want to be that person. But I'm around that a lot, and yeah. I hear that a lot, and I'm just like, man, that sucks, dude. Because that dude's a fucking cool ass person or whatever. But then. I always tell Ash that, and she's like, you know what? You're too good of a person. That's why. Because whenever you fucking leave, I guarantee they're talking oh, yeah. about you. You know? And I'm just like, damn. I know people I know people fuck with me, but I know only a few people that really fuck with me, dude. Like, people that when you bring up my name, that it's just like, no no bad can be said. Yeah. You know? Because you're just like, I, I don't care. Like, you, like my, like, like, uh, David, you know, Derek, like, these are my family. I don't give a fuck, dude. Like, I don't, there's only a few of those people because those other people, they'll switch up on you quick, man. Oh, yeah. No, I have people at, that I work with where they'll start talking about the, the customer before they've actually fully walked out the door. And so a lot of times I'm just like, like yes. I'll put my head down just because I don't want that confrontation. Cause you never know when that person is going to turn around and be like, what did you say? Yeah. You know, it's crazy, man. You just have to think like people are having a bad day sometimes. And, uh, I think I told you before about when I went to a Chick-fil-A and, um, it was around lunchtime. Mm -hmm. So they had the sign up that says like, wait right here. So I'm waiting behind a car and then that car goes because it opened up for that car to go, you uh -huh. know, so the intersection didn't get clogged up. So then it's my turn and then some broad comes off the street and she's going to go and I'm like, I honk and then she looks at me and she throws her hands up and I roll down the window. I'm like, hey, the line's back here. What are you doing? <laughs> and she's like, this is the line too. And I was like, no, it's not. I was just waiting in line. How are you just going to go in front of me? And she's like, ah. So I just, I there was enough room. So I, Rah! real quick, dude, I was in the BMW. Dude, just fucking launched on that shit like a fucking prowler, bro. Just Rah! jumped on it. So I got right in front of her car. Like she couldn't go now because I did. And then she's fucking flips me off and I, and I flip her off, dude. And I'm just like, man, this shit, this shit just got bad. And it didn't have to get that bad on my end, but she didn't have to do that. She didn't have to be such a shitty person. She should have been like, oh, my bad. Because there was not even anybody behind me. Oh, it's yeah. like, why can't you just get fucking behind me? We're civilized human beings here. Yeah, when people are behind the wheel, I think they turn into shitty people a lot of times. I, I, I don't know how many times I've in a freaking minivan, you know, you're getting on the freeway on ramp, right? And then this person's like behind you. Okay. So they just need to tap the brake a little bit. You need to hit your gas a little bit. And then they start like trying to race you to see who gets in front and you're coming up on that two lanes converging. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell is wrong with you? It's a minivan. <laughs> just let me go. <laughs> And it's You're like, is, right, is that little position that important to you? You know, one, one slot. Yeah. A 10th, you one, know? Yeah. Come on, chill. I do that shit. And sometimes I let my anger get a hold of me, bro. My buddy, big Mike, I don't know if you heard on the last episode, he told it like, um, that, you know, when people have depression, that's something that they battle within. Uh -huh. He's saying that's the same as... That's the same as having anger problems. 
right like a temper uh-huh because ego you know a temper ego just like those bad characteristics you can have those and you can like get yourself into some crazy situations because of that oh yeah not being able to back down you can go to jail quickly you can kill somebody easily yeah rage can be crazy and people that are out there and they get nuts you know and i i know that i've personally gotten into a couple little car battles going back and forth with somebody and it's just ridiculous because then at some point you're just like me at least i I just let it go and i'm like all right whatever you want to you want to get in front you can get in front i know one time this guy was just trying and trying trying to cut me off and he was being a dick and he was just getting behind me hitting his lights and everything so finally i pull up next to a big rig and then i just coast so I'm just next oh, to the yeah. big rig. And I'm just like right there at the front of it. Yeah. Where I'm in front of it. So he's like looking, he's getting he's getting he's real getting close. Ready and then fall back. And then I fall back. <laughs> and and finally it came to the point where I fell all the way back to where he was behind the big rig now. Yeah. And I looked over at him and he's like, please just let me pass. So then I like backed up and I'm like, go ahead. Ah. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. Oh man, I, I've got into so many road rage things, but um, I've really been trying to work on my temper, man, because it's it hasn't got me into good situations. It's always bad situations. But there's sometimes it has to happen when when disrespect is involved in like, you know, with my family involved or like the situation that we talked about at toppers and shit. Those there's those those are those times that I feel that I have to do this shit and I feel what is I have to do what's right. And what I think is right is what i that's my judgment mm-hmm. you know what i mean so in some some people's eyes it wouldn't be the best decision but it's just uh, i don't know man it, it's it's a really hard thing dude and i'm trying to to whittle down that that list from being like something really drastic for it to get that to that situation you know i'm trying to i'm trying to handle things like an adult now we can speak about this because I can hate somebody, I can not like somebody, and I don't have to ever associate with them, right? Ever again, yeah. So let's just have I never this, see that person in the car again. Let's just have that mutual respect. Just leave me alone. You leave me alone. I'll leave you alone, and we'll live our life. This gonna that's that's a way better decision. That is a better decision. And I think a lot of people, if they had that mentality, they wouldn't be getting into these problems and going to jail at such young ages and doing bid after bid and just living that lifestyle. That's the, all that is, is just ego. And what that comes from is like PTSD of living in, in you know, unfortunate defense situations. Mode. Yeah, you're always on defense. Mm-hmm. So I, when I grew up, I was always just, it wasn't like, white picket fence and and you know picking flowers and shit you had to be aware i had to be aware that there's this dude that fucks with people like stay away from this dude don't don't ever don't associate with this bully or whatever i had to learn that shit Mm -hmm. myself and that's one thing that i try to tell ash is that christian is gonna have to learn about this shit himself we can't save him at this because he needs to learn this at a young age and i tell christian listen bro you are a strong kid you don't hit any kid at all but you don't let any kid hit you 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because the, the 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 next thing I don't want is Christian going to school and saying that we said it was okay that he could fight and he's just like fucking up kids and shit. Like no, and he doesn't have that heart. He has the heart to defend himself because he already has defend himself and he fucked this kid up because this kid was bugging him. And I'm like, you know what? I'm glad you defended yourself, but just don't let it get to that level if you can prevent it. But if he pushed you or whatever, you did the right thing, you know? Mm-hmm. No no teacher found out about it or nothing. It was straight. That fool learned his fucking lesson and he didn't fuck with Christian no more. And I, I went through that same shit at maybe seventh grade. So he just got in sixth grade, but this was like in fifth grade. Wow. This happened in like fifth grade. So he's learning that lesson at a young, young age. And I tell him too with Daniel because the way that him and Daniel are, they're going to grow up like brothers. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to be brothers, I'm Daniel's the smaller one. I tell him, Christian, you need to protect Daniel, man. Show him whenever you need to show him what you know, you need to like, you need to watch him. This is your brother. I don't care if you guys aren't even blood. You know, this is your brother right here. This is not, I know brothers that aren't even close to each other, you know, and I know friends that have closer relationship than brothers. Mm-hmm. So they're just, they have so much more in common than, than they even know at this point right now. So I want to show both of them the, the right way to have a friendship, to build a friendship, to be a kind of a, a person. And dude, if they're molded into that like that that lifestyle by the time they get in high school, man, they have the possibility to just be like, you know, have the best experience that they can. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. As long as they're coming at it from a good place and they're working hard at being just themselves. Right? Yeah. But to the core, they're both really good kids. They're really good people. You know, they have good hearts and Dude, all that is that that's the foundation that you need. And it took me a while to to discover that in myself and to get rid of my my internal flaws that yeah. I had. And it had it, it had to make me me realize the flaws that I had and realize that I didn't want to be that certain way anymore. That's the great thing about kids. They'll show you your flaws. Yeah. You know. For better or worse. But at least you get to see them cuz a lot of times that, that, I was telling Shelly just, you know, that I think that that's one of the things with adults who never had kids is that a lot of times you'll notice things or they'll say things or they'll be more straightforward and in a rude kind of way. And they won't know that they're rude or maybe they know that they're rude and they just don't care. Yeah. And it's just I think that maybe they because they never had kids, they weren't they never had to look at what they said, you know, in in the mirror. You know, yeah. they never had it repeated back to them was like. Dang, you know, I said that or or they'll ask your a kid will ask you a question about what you said. And then you think about like, oh, well, I shouldn't have said it that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It humbles you down, man. It does. Everybody that I've talked to that has kids it humbles them down, you know, and it's and it's just um, it's a beautiful thing, dude. And I, I think if you have the opportunity, even if it is your kid, if it's not your kid, if it's your nephew, if it's just some, if it's your friend's kid, you know, mm-hmm. just the more good influences that somebody has in their life, the better. We know that already as adults. And if we could provide that for the youth, at least just give them guidance, you know, 
yeah and that anything that you can do to help out like we're we're a society and we need to remember that we're a society and we all just need to grow together uh, i think it, we all forgot that it takes a village you know yep. that saying it takes a village but but in this society people are like it's you know fend for yourself type of thing but it's not it's you got, can't it's, do that it's the village it is man and we need to get back to that mentality and and i think that this that's what's coming up in these next 10 years is is the shake-up time and it's going to get us back to reality and it's going to get us back to thinking about why we're even here on this planet and we need to cherish the relationships that we have that are not artificial but human to human contact but dude that got fucking deep <laughs> i love that bro i love chopping it up with you and just having these these uh these crazy talks man because it's not even the it's not even planned it's like that's that's just the most rarest form of conversation where you just get into the ring and you're just like boom spontaneous it's spontaneous on it's like freestyling mm -hmm. you know because a lot of people they could rap but they can't the rappers can't do interviews right you know it's this is really a skill that I want to hone in on and, and you're a really good partner to have on, dude. And I really appreciate you doing this. And I would fucking love to have you back, hopefully pretty soon, man. Thanks, Frank. Anytime, man. Hell yeah. All right, guys. So that was another episode of Downtime with Downstar. Thank you guys for your support. Make sure you tell a friend. You know, I'm uh, I'm not probably going to put that much promo into this. I want it to grow organically because at this point right now, I'm still learning. So if you guys want to come on this journey with me to learn this, like you're more than welcome. So thank you guys and have a good day.